1: There is a Word from God that's very uh, familiar, but sometimes we lose the meaning of a thing because it's so familiar. But isn't it interesting how context, uh, the context of where you are, the Word can be life-giving. And there's a word that we are very familiar with in Proverbs chapter number 3 because during this time, we have to make sure that our dependence is upon God. Proverbs chapter three, verse five says, "'Trust in the Lord with all your heart, "'and lean not on your own understanding. "'In all of your ways,' verse six, "'acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths.'" Again, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. D.L. Moody said, trust in yourself and you are doomed to disappointment. Trust in your friends and they will die and leave you. Trust in your reputation and some slanderous tongue may blast it. But trust in God and you are never to be confounded in time or eternity. Because God is trustworthy. To trust simply means to depend on, to rely on, to have confidence in. Again, to depend on, to rely on, and to have this confidence in. It's the picture of throwing oneself upon, meaning you can put your weight on God. You can throw the entirety of yourself, of who you are, on God. And this text tells us, notice, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. That word heart there simply means the inner part of you, meaning down on the inside, the core of who you are, the full force of your mental faculties, totally and without reservation. Trust in the Lord. One scripture says it like this in Psalm 37 and 3, trust in the Lord and do good. So you shall dwell in the land and you shall, verily thou shall be fed. Psalm 37 and 5 says, Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Just another encouragement from Psalm 62 and 8. Trust in him at all times, you peoples. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge. Then the prophet Isaiah picked up on it. In Isaiah 26, he said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because you trust in him. And so again, we're to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Then he didn't stop there. He said, I need you to not lean on your own understanding, not rely on, rest on, stay in the place of where you're only depending on your knowledge, your wisdom, and your insight. Folks, I don't care how smart you are. I don't care what your IQ is. I don't care where you graduated from. You're not smarter than God. You know, I appreciate your intelligence. I appreciate, and I'm not belittling you. And God knows, I'm praying that those who have specializations in these areas would indeed be used to bring answers during this time. But what we have to understand is this. God is the one that we are to put our trust in and not just simply lean on our own understanding. God created this world, and he knows where the answers are. He knows where everything is. He knows what a plant can do. And except he reveal it, we will not understand it. So uh, when we're talking about leaning to your own own understanding, listen to this. This is a warning. Proverbs 28, 26 says, He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. Don't be a fool don't just trust in your own heart. And so we have to understand that we are to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not on your own understanding. God says in Isaiah, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your your thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways and your ways and my thoughts and your thoughts. So there's a vast chasm between the level, our level of thinking, God's level of thinking. And so we want to make sure that we're trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts and not leaning to our own understanding. And it says this, in all your ways, in every which way you go, in all of your going about, I need you to acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. To acknowledge him, I read this. It means to have an intimate acquaintance with him, be aware of him. In the present context, it is not simply an intellectual awareness of God's existence, but acceptance of God's presence to guide and direct you. So we're just saying in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Those of us who are believers, we have to make sure that we're acknowledging him and listen to the promise. As you acknowledge him, he said, he'll direct your paths. He's going to, That word literally means he's going to jerk the slack out, meaning he's going to make getting from point A to point B. He's going to take you on the trajectory. He's going to take you on the journey that you need to go. He's going to make your path straight. He's going to smooth it out and make it level. And so I want to encourage you, trust in the Lord with all of your heart lean not to your own understanding, in all of your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. I was looking at that, and uh, this is the thing, that's the command, but my question is, how am I to do it? How do I trust God? And so what I wanted to do, um, I wanted to use trust as an acrostic to help us or to give us something to wrap our minds around so that we can remember T-R-U-S-T, trust. Trust in the Lord. Uh, Just make this affirmation. Come on, say, I trust God. Come on, tap yourself. I trust God. I may not understand what I see. I may not understand all of the intricacies of what's going on, but I trust God. And let me just say this, trusting God doesn't mean using wisdom, doesn't mean you're going you're gonna to not use wisdom. It means that you're going to walk in wisdom, you're going to do what you need to do, you're going to wash your hands, you're going to do your social distancing, you're going to do what you need to do, but trusting the Lord. So I'm trusting the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, T-R-U-S-T. Listen to this. T. Trust His care. Trust his care. During this time, we have to make sure that we, T, trust his care. God will take care of you. He will take care of you. Jesus, in teaching in Matthew 6 on prayer, he says, Your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Further down in Matthew chapter 6, he talked about looking at the birds and seeing how they don't worry. They aren't running around wondering what's going to happen. He says, if your father takes care of them, how much more, how much more valuable are you than they? So ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you, trust his care. God cares for you. He literally knows what it is you have need of. So trust his care. Listen, listen, I'm not belittling what it is you're going through, what it is you're dealing with. I know that there are industries, whole industries that have been disturbed. People have lost jobs. Things have uh, literally taken on a, a path, and they've gone down a path that none of us ever dreamed of or ever imagined. But make sure that my dependence, your dependence is on God. I have to trust his care. Trust his care. Now, I want to use this in a little parallel way. If I'm going to trust his care for me, that means I've got to trust, uh, I've got to hear him and, and make sure that I'm not hoarding everything. The other day I went, I, I, you know, I, I heard the toilet paper was the issue. And so what I found out was this. I went into the store and, we, and I, I, I saw the brand. It was, everything was just about empty. But the brand that we use, there were three of them left. And I said, well, I don't need all three of them. And so I left one. <laughs> uh, have some extra people at the house. So I had to make sure, I wanted to make sure that I'm trusting his care and I'm doing what I need to do. Here's the next thing. I need to rely on his guidance. Rely on his guidance. When it's, we already read in Proverbs 3 and 6, in all of your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Relying on the guidance of God is this. If you are a believer, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you, and he will guide you. We are led by the Spirit. We need to rely upon the guidance of God, trusting that, God, you are guiding me. I want you to make sure that you are attuned to him. You begin spending time with him so that you can be attuned to his voice. You can recognize the promptings. Many of us say, I felt like, or something. Told me all this kind of stuff, but I want you to know. He is on the inside, the Holy Spirit, and he leads you and he guides you. And so I want to encourage you not just to rely on your own guidance, but rely on the guidance of God. Rely on the leading and prompting of the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. He will guide you. Listen, he not only direct your steps, but he'll direct your stops and your stays. So, yeah, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, but he'll direct your stops too. He'll tell you what not to do. And he'll tell you how long to stay. And so I want to encourage you that if you sense the prompting of the Lord, make sure that you don't override that, that you don't, that you don't just bypass that. Even if it's something as simple as Call so and so. Give this person a call. This person flashed across your mind. You haven't thought about them in years, and all of a sudden, you think about them. Don't just think about them, pray for them and give them a call. Rely on his guidance. There is nothing happenstance in our lives, everything is written. The script of your life was written before that one day came to pass. And so it could be that tomorrow or later on this afternoon or sometime during the week or the next few days, he will prompt you to do something. Rely on his guidance. Here's the next thing. You understand his will. Understand his will. Ephesians chapter 5 Verse 17 says, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So, ladies and gentlemen, God has a will. God has something that he wants done. We know if, if nothing else, he wants you to be saved. It's God's will that none perish so understand his will. Understand his will for your life. That means you've got to spend time. Again, I'm going back to this intimate time with God because we're trusting in him. We're depending upon him, but we understand, God, what is it that you want me to do? Should I do this? Should I do not do that? Understand his will. God knows, us how, God knows how to lead us around pitfalls. So he can lead us. And as we understand his will, we can know what his will is in this situation. And let me tell you, sometimes we we get to the place where we just have to ask, not is it right or wrong, but is it wise? Is it wise? So understand his will. And here we go. I told you, trust in his care. Trust his care. Rely on his guidance. Understand his will. Here's S. Surrender to his way. Surrender to his way. Come on, come on. I can surrender to his way. It's it's one thing to understand his will. That simply means you understand it. But surrendering to his way is another thing altogether. And so when we said surrendering to his way, Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man. It seems right, but its end is the way of death. There is a way that seems right. And ladies and gentlemen, we can't afford to just live on seem right. I got to understand his will and I've got to surrender to his way. I Meaning, God, I may not understand why it is you are having me to do this particular thing, but I'm going to do it because I sense you're telling me to do it. I'm going to do it because I sense that you're telling me to do it. I would rather err on the side of obedience than disobedience. And so, surrender to his way. T, trust his care. R, rely on his guidance. U, understand his will. S, surrender to his way. And here's T, tell him your concerns. Tell him your concerns. Tell him, I got to tell him my concerns. Tell him my concerns. Philippians chapter 4, a very precious scripture to me, for 4 and 6, says, Be anxious for nothing, meaning don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So whatever the concern is, wait a minute, Let's get through all of the religious rhetoric. Let's get through everything else and let's get down to what it is that's bothering you. What it is that's concerning you. You have the privilege of coming before, listen to this, not just God, but if you are a believer, he's father. And you can tell him your concern. There's a song that we used to sing when I was a little boy, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. So whatever is concerning you, ladies and gentlemen, I recognize that there are times when, especially during this time, we have had to petition God on behalf of members because they were ill. We've had to petition God because he, we, we, we were concerned about provision. We, we were, had to petition God because we were concerned about this virus, concerned about our children. A lot of times we even overlook them. Tell them you're concerned. So, whatever is concerning you be it a parent, be it a child, be it a loved one, be it a family member, be it a friend, be it your next day's meal, whatever the concern is, I can tell God my concern. Trust His care, rely on His guidance understand his will, surrender to his way, and I got to tell him my concerns. The message translation of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go, and he's the one who will keep you on track. So again, we want to make sure that we trust in the Lord. We trust his care. We rely upon his guidance. We understand his will, surrender to his way and tell him my concerns.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcove.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living Word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.